Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Monday to you, man. Hope that you had a great day in life groups yesterday. Hey, if you missed the life group lesson, man, reach out to us and we would love to just share it with you. Uh, we'll email it to you. We'll uh, send you the life group lesson so that you can kind of follow along and read it. Um, man, if you're interested in that, just DM us, comment on it, and we want to help you out with that. But uh, today we're continuing to walk through the book of 2 Samuel. And uh, man, 2 Samuel's been good. It's all about the rise of David. Remember, First and 2 Samuel are two separate books in our Bible, but it's telling one story. And so we're continuing to see the success of David. And here in 2 Samuel chapter 10, we have David defeating Amnon and Syria. And basically Syria decides it's going to kind of side with Israel and never going to come against Israel again and all these things. And, and, and kind of what you're seeing in chapter 10, and I hope that you'll read it on your own, is that David is being successful in literally everything he does. I mean, it's almost like, you know, those people who are just good at everything they do, right? It's like, it doesn't matter. They don't have to practice. They don't really have to work hard. They just show up, they pick up something and bam, they're good to go, right? That's kind of what we're getting the picture with David here in 2 Samuel. It's every enemy he faces, he wins. Every decision he has to make, it's a good decision, right? The hand of the Lord is with him, and David is being incredibly successful in all that he's doing. But but I hope that you'll read chapter 10 just to kind of understand, okay, what's kind of happening here. But I, I want you to think on this thought. Don't get comfortable in victory. Don't get comfortable in victory. And you say, Justin, what? that's such a weird phrase to say. What are you talking about? Well, the next chapter in David's life is arguably next to, maybe next to his anointing as the next king of Israel, maybe next to Goliath, and maybe next to the moment in 2 Samuel 7 where God makes a covenant with David. This moment is is probably the biggest moment and one that we know um, him greatest for, unfortunately, other than Goliath and other than as king. We know him as great for when he falls into sin with Bathsheba. When, when David commits sin with Bathsheba and he commits adultery, is later going to kill her husband, right? All this crazy stuff. And this man of God, this great man who's been successful in all that he's doing is going to fall in a major way. And we're going to talk about that more tomorrow, but I think it's just interesting to stop today and, and to look back on the last 10 chapters of 2 Samuel and think about how, how successful David has been. He's been so successful in everything that he's doing that he's about to fall. And it reminded me of this verse um, in 2 Corinthians or excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where it says this. It says, Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. Well, what does that mean? It says, Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands. So, I mean, I mean, if you think you have it figured out, right? Like if you think that you're in a place where you can't fall short, if you think that you're in a place where you can't sin, if that's you, the Bible says to take heed. It says to be careful lest you fall, right? And I think what we see and what we're about to see modeled out for us in David's life as we're going to look at tomorrow is you have a guy who's been so victorious in everything he's done. He's been he's experienced victory, he's been all this stuff, but but he gets comfortable in victory and he lets his guard down. He lets his guard down and we're about to see man, his downfall tomorrow. And so I just encourage you and, and think about this, man, man, how can you not get comfortable in victory? Now, you, you rejoice in how God has, has moved in your life. Absolutely. You, you rejoice in the victorious moments that God has given you. You rejoice in those things 100%. Absolutely. I'm not saying not to do that at all. But, but what I am saying is, is don't get comfortable there. 
and, and forget that, man, you and I can fall just as easily as David is about to fall. So, so when I experience the victory that God has given me in my life, I want to rejoice in that. I want to praise him for that. But but I want to practice 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, where it says, okay, I might be standing right now, but I want to continue to guard my heart because I don't want to fall tomorrow. And, and I don't think that's a, a living in fear. I don't think it's in a living in a fear way where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared to mess up. No, I think that's living in a very wise way where it's, okay, I, I know I'm standing now. But, but I also know that I'm, I'm a sinful person that has sinful desires. And, and although the Holy Spirit of God lives in me, I'm still battling against my flesh. And so it's not that I'm living in fear of falling tomorrow, but, but I want to live wise and guard my heart to make sure I don't. So I think that's the, that's the statement today is don't get comfortable in victory. Rejoice in the victory that God has given you. Praise his name for it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But, but I don't want to get comfortable there and let my guard down and fall tomorrow. And so I hope that challenges you. hope that encourages you. As always, man, if you want to engage in this more, if you want to engage in conversation more, comment on here, message us, text us. We'd love to have that conversation with you and talk more about the Bible. But man, I love you. Getting ready for student night in two nights. Be there. Already think about who you can bring with you. And I cannot wait to see you there. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.